everybody, it's your main man Chi, one half of views from the two. This is part four, the finale of our end of a dynasty, the last dance special. Not gonna hold y'all any further. We're gonna jump right back into it. We left y'all with a little cliffhanger. So here's the rest of it. Here's the conclusion of this epic four-part series covering an epic docu-series. Let's get into it. What time is it? Game time! Know what I'm saying because LeBron went to Nike, LeBron got the shoes, LeBron has the accolades, he has the achievements. You know, he is the face of the NBA, and now LeBron is doing movies. Know what I'm saying, and what movie is he doing now? He's doing Space Jam. You don't think that's, mm-hmm. that's like tickling a little bit at the ego? Like, you talk about how, like, you think you talk about how, like, Michael and Kobe, and how Michael looks at Kobe and be like, hey, you know, you, you know, carbon copy, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't think that he's looking at LeBron like that, but from not from a basketball perspective, but from a career mm-hmm. perspective, yeah, a media perspective. You can't yeah. go. I can't even go media because not media. I'm just talking about career off, off the court things. You can't even go off the court because the shit that LeBron's done off the court. And that's another thing. We don't just talk about from a branding perspective, from, right? Okay. From an enterprise, yeah, from a like branding, from a, from a mogul, from a mogul perspective. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I, I feel the same way about that. But I just think, too, man, I think it's a personality thing. You know? Yeah. Like, that is like, a sheer like, like the one part in the documentary when Michael Jordan was trying to defend his reasoning as to why he was the way he was, the type of player he was towards his teammates. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about mm-hmm. how, like, you know, this is the way I play the game. He's like, if you don't want to play that way, don't play that way. Mm-hmm. I think there, that point, was a personal shot at LeBron. And he because, cried. So that means cried. LeBron's the biggest threat. Because I think, no, because I, I think, I think what was a, no. What I think <laughs> is, is the fact that I think Michael Jordan is tired of people bashing the type of leadership that he has. Because nowadays, everybody wants to be like the LeBron type when it comes to leadership, right? Right. But right. obviously you have this other side of leadership that also works as well. And that one is being downplayed more now than what is being uproared or, you know, or appraised by LeBron. So like when he did that point and he was defending his type of leadership, I felt that. And the people of old, all the folks that covered him in the past and the Magic Johnsons and the Tracy McGrady's, even to that generation, understood the psyche of Mike and where he's coming from. And then right. comparing it to LeBron, there's there's a distinction. It's a societal difference. Right. There's a there's a distinction. So for me, it's not even about LeBron being a threat. I don't even think Michael cares about if LeBron was to get like six, seven chips. I don't even think he cares about oh, he that. Cares. I don't think he, he cares. Because care you I, know what would happen if, if Brown were to get six or seven chips? You're saying essentially that he got all three of them hoes with the Lakers. Oh, bro, you're talking about a different type of animal. Like once the Laker fans got with LeBron. It's a different type of animal. I think what you truly get from this documentary in terms of the leadership and the attitude from Michael Jordan is the fact that Michael was sensitive about his leadership. He was sensitive, He's sensitive about everything. He was sensitive. He just comes out in aggression. Right. He was sent, but Michael's always been very private. I mean, about it. And so now is an opportunity for him where like he's this is the most vulnerable you've ever seen, Mike. Yeah, when's the last time you seen Mike cry? This is the like most ever. Vulnerable, you've ever seen Mike. 
you know? Well, yeah, I'll Kobe. 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 You know what I'm saying? I just don't think that the beef <laughs> is that deep with LeBron and Mike. I, I really don't. I don't think it's a. I don't, I don't even think it's a beef. I don't even think it's a beef. I think it's, I think a, it's a basket. I think it's competitive nature. That's what I think. I think it's. I think it's the competitiveness in both of them. And you I got and you got Jordan. two big alpha males going back and forth. I don't even think LeBron's an alpha male. He's think, he's, he's not the alpha, alpha that you alpha. are looking hey. at. Like hey, you, like you see, you see Jordan. That's you see Jordan, Kobe, Shaq. Those are alpha, magic alpha. LeBron is not going to take that same route, but he still is an alpha male. Hey, he's not even the alpha that it, it's not the same style as even somebody current like Russell Westbrook or Chris Paul. Like they do it in the in, in more of the Jordan way. But well, I think the biggest thing, shooter guy, they own Team Jordan. It's a reason for that, right? But I think the biggest thing about it uh, is Carmelo. <laughs> I think the biggest. I think okay. the biggest right. thing. We'll come back to that. I was about to say I'm confused with the no, no, because he said that there's a like Russell Westbrook and the leadership style. There's a oh, reason for what? that. And then Wait. I'm like Carmelo. Wait, yeah, let's Melo's. Well, what do you, see, man, Melo gets a bad rap, though, man. Uh, don't don't start. Don't do that. Melo gets a bad rap. Don't do bro. that. Melo, and I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Carmelo. I'm a Carmelo Anthony fan, but leadership? Mm-hmm. What? I don't know, man. I just don't know how you go to Syracuse, win a national championship, and you ain't got no leadership. I don't know how you just come in the game. Like, I don't know. That's just me. Didn't he, come but, in, he came in the same time as uh, LeBron, right? Same draft class. Yeah. It's kind of overshadowed. I'm sorry. That's because it's LeBron James. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, hold on. At first, they were talking about Carmelo because he went right to the playoffs. And no, talking but, about Wade. But the hype was focused on LeBron. It was. So that's, it was. So that's what you, I think he's meaning. Yeah. My bad. I mean, it is what it is with Melo and them, man. But I just feel like we're in a generation now where people in the media is going to make it more about winning and rings. So people aren't going to be considered as cold as, you know, as they are. Like, right. if James Harden doesn't win, James Harden going to get lost in the sauce. Damn shame. Yep. Russell Westbrook averaged a triple double. He ain't win no rings. It don't matter. Damn yeah, shame. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. You're playing just a different treatment. That's all it is. Yeah, you're just playing a different type of game nowadays, man. And I don't know. I think when it comes to legacy, man, it's funny because we never really say it, but Steph Curry has the same amount of rings as LeBron James. He's not held in that light. Well, that's because he didn't win MVPs. That's why. There it is. It's it's, it's an all-encompassing thing, man. And so you got to put that that whole uh, package together. Pause, but... You gotta, you gotta do everything, you know. He's the only one to get unanimous and still don't get love. Yeah, but Mike's the greatest man. At the end of the day, I, I still say that man. Like, I don't think it's a problem. I just think age is gonna, you know, play a role into it. And what we have to realize too, man, is that like, I mean, as a statistician, right? As a person that believes in numbers, you know, these records and things like that are meant to be broken. I'm saying Mm -hmm. scoring titles, you know, all all that shit like it's meant to be broken. 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anybody, anybody that is a true lover of the game appreciates mm-hmm. when they see greatness. I think Michael appreciates the greatness of LeBron. It's just the way in which like he doesn't agree how he does it. He doesn't agree. Yes. He doesn't agree. Yeah, he doesn't like he's been critical about the fact that like, why are we in a league where like everybody wants to team up? I mean, Mm -hmm. and you said you you made the point that the reason why is because of the Jordan type. Yeah, I'm saying it's definitely that, you know, but like and I and I think it's not just Jordan. I think it's players of that time. Kobe plays into that. You know what I mean? The players of that time and era and Kobe, like, and Kobe, you know what I'm saying, don't agree with the teaming up aspect that happened in the NBA. And now I don't really think you really see it as, it's not as, it's not as, it's not outside of Harden and uh, Russell Rusbrook and, you know, well, Paul George and Kawhi, you know, but you don't really see like the, 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 the three-headed monsters and on teams as much anymore. Well, that's because the it, it got shifted once AD went to yeah. once AD yeah. went to LA because Everybody now it became it became no longer a three-headed monster. It went back to the dynamic duel. But to piggyback off of what you said mm-hmm. when you said and actually is what Russ said and then you kind of reiterated it with the whole Jordan. Sure. Brought the the reason why the game is the way it is for doubling and building teams is because of the way Jordan did it. Would you be would it be safe to say that Jordan did do it, but LeBron emphasized it more? What do you mean? Yeah. Because, okay, you see what LeBron was doing, right? As far as, as, far as his when he was in the playoffs and what he was doing. Sure. You get the Celtics who formed that big three. The big who, three. Who originally was the big three. Mm-hmm. They came mm-hmm. together because of... KG and Ray. But they came together to stop, to stop LeBron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you have Bron go get his big three. Mm-hmm. Then you get the... And then it was just a trickle-down effect. Everybody's right. doing it. But they all were doing it, in a sense, because they seen this this freight train coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jordan might have started it, but then LeBron kind of like... How would you say Jordan started it? <laughs> well, well, when I what said he, Jordan... What, when, okay, Russ can explain. Because he's... No, my, my thing about it is, and, and I, I can kind of see what you're saying, like, Jerry Krause built that team, so Jordan didn't really team up with anybody. But I'm just saying he set the bar of being the greatest with six championships. At that point in time, everybody who's trying to be the greatest essentially is ring chasing. They're trying to get to six just to match it, right? And so Kobe goes that route, just trying to win rings. Like, not even saying he's trying to be like Jordan in this regard, but just, I want to be the greatest. So to be the greatest, I got to get six. Kobe would even say that, right? Bron's in the same situation. He's trying to be the greatest, so he's trying to get six. But in the process of doing that, because the media is making it all about championships, the point you just made is the real nuance to how it happened. That's exactly how it happened. He's going for it. He makes it to the finals his fourth year. It's not working. He's trying to rely on the GM. It's not working. Boston teams up. He's like, fuck it. I got to get some rings. I got it. That's how I look at it. But, okay. I, okay, I can see that angle, but I don't think that Jordan started it. I don't think it, well, I no. don't think it, I don't think it began 
Not the teaming up. Not the teaming up. Not the teaming up. Okay. I'm talking about the bar for the greatest. Well, to be the greatest, if you, all, every basketball player that comes in doesn't really try to be the greatest of all time. Some of them just try to be dope. And in our past generations, the only two that's even come close to trying to be the greatest of all time would be Kobe and LeBron. Yeah, I don't even think Jordan, it's, like, Jordan has even made the claim. He's like, listen, you can't, I don't ever want to be put into the conversation of being the greatest because there's errors. He's like, I haven't Which is what I feel about it. And, and I feel the same way. Right. You know, he's like, you know, there's, you know, I never was able to compete against Dr. J, you know, in the right. finals. I was never able to compete against Kareem. You know, I was never able to compete against LeBron. He's, you know, and, you know, those in company or Kobe, you know, in the finals, never was able to do that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like to be in these categories. He's like, it's flattering. It's, it's good to know, but. Like, I can't accept that. But then you do have some folks like I do believe that LeBron, it's a part of his ego that he does want to be considered, considered the greatest of all time. And then would turn around and look at you and say, no, but I'm not saying I'm the greatest of all time. Right. (laughs) But then he he would do that. But then then turn around, turns around, does an interview and he says, when I won that chip. Yeah. That's when I knew I was the greatest. It's a stain. It's a stain on my man. When I heard that, I said, damn, Brian, why you say that? Yeah, you know, come on. <laughs> it's, it's a stain, bro. It's a stain on it. Everybody's not perfect. And at the end of the day, man, I kind of feel like, you know, maybe in 15 years, if we're lucky, we'll see another generational talent come that'll at least oh, you, make I'm us feel. I'm pretty sure you will. It's I'm one pretty sure here. you will. You just ain't the finished developer. Don't you dare say Ooh, you say Zion. Zion. Oh, hell no. I saw Giannis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Um, Big Giannis fan. I think the I think the problem with Giannis is it goes back to the point that um that Fred made way earlier when I brought up Kareem mm-hmm. and he was just saying you don't see a shooting guard or basically today you don't see a wing. You know, it's got to be a wing being the best. It can't be a big man. You know what I mean, they would do with Giannis is just call him dominant. I think I, I think what they'll do and I, I I think what and I could be wrong. Sean, what you're thinking is the way that they would probably market Giannis in a sense that will make him be at that at that level of greatness because, mm-hmm. you know, him being the Greek freak and them wanting that international. They want to continue having that international. They want to expand. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, when I look at Giannis, mm-hmm. I don't even see a true center. No, he's definitely not. He's definitely, you know what I mean, I don't see technically it. a power forward. Yeah, like there's because we, you know, Russ and I, like we come into it. You all know we come into an era of basketball when when you saw a big guy, he was a big guy. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying he was a big, massive guy. You see the Patrick yeah. Ewings, you see the Brad Smiths, you see the Shacks and the Akeem Olajuwon and Alonzo and Alonzo Mornings. I'm saying you mm-hmm. see these guys and then underneath them, that's when you see the Anthony Masons and the Larry Johnsons. And, you know, what I'm saying, you, see, you know, you see those folks, the grandma yeah. Ma's, the Larry Johnsons are the centers now. Yeah. Yeah. Draymond. yeah. Yep. That's very true. Draymond great. Like, and you know who started that? I think Dennis Rodman was the person that pioneered that because mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. wasn't a big guy, but he played center. He was six, seven. Yeah. But he was, he was a, Charles he, Barkley to a certain degree. Yeah. True. Yeah. 
to True. a certain degree, just playing in the low post, being down there on the block. But yeah. What's another point? How many points we done tackled? Like three or four? About nine. About <laughs> <laughs> nine. Well, like 20, 20 points. Like 30 points. Yeah, man. Okay, let me ask y'all this. Now, LeBron is catching Jordan in stats. I think he's past him. He passed him. He passed him in scoring. Well, he passed him in scoring, but I'm talking about his other stats. Am I wrong for looking at it like he played longer than Jordan, technically? So that's the reason he's getting these stats? No, but yes. you, you also got to look. Okay, yeah, he played longer, but he's younger. It's I'm, both. I'm just going with the number of years yeah, that's, played. That's both. That's, that's, that's like Kobe. It's Kobe both. played when he was what? 18, 18. 17? Mm-hmm. And he played how yep. many years? 20. 20. 20. LeBron's going to try to shoot for that, too. Yeah. He's going to try to shoot for 20 yeah. years. Oh yeah, he is. And, but, but, but to piggyback off of that, conversely, do you see that? As, do you think not you, but do you think people in the future will see that as a knock to Jordan, like looking at him like he didn't have the longevity as some of these other players? Mm, that's kind of being said now, you know, right? Especially when he took though that that year and a half off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, when he took that year and a half off, they're like, well, you know, Jordan could have played in that time too, but there's context as to why he didn't do that. The doc helped. Right. There's context. The doc helped. Well, even, even if you, like, I didn't need the doc to know that because I knew the story. Well, we're of all well, right? we knew that, but, but in time, right? Right. right. You know, our kids are looking at this and they having an argument and they want to go back in time. Like we might go look at some Malcolm X stuff. They might want to look at some Jordan stuff through grown man eyes. True. At least contextually, it's there in a story form where they can buy into it. You know what I'm saying? Because right. just seeing it on paper, like, all right, okay, that happened. But now what? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. Yeah, I, you know, and, and it's inevitable. If you play long enough and you play at a, at a level of greatness like that, Long enough, you're yeah. gonna be. You're gonna break some records. Durability matters to me. You're gonna break personally. some records. Yeah, to me personally. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I'm just looking at it like no one. If, I don't, if Kobe was durable, I was about to say Kobe. Kobe play like Kobe played at an elite level to about year eighteen. Yeah, when he tore that Achilles, it was that. yeah. When he tore that Achilles, it was over. Yeah, it was over. Mm-hmm. And not even that. Like, but it's also like when Kobe broke. Both his fingers in the finals. In the finals, that that put a stain. That put, I just throw that out there. Yeah, it, it, that put a stain on 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 his playing style too. Meanwhile, Paul Pierce over here getting no. Never mind. Never mind. You know what I'm saying? So they put him in a wheelchair. Yeah, I was about to bring that up, but never mind. Because he had to take a shit. Right. That's really what it was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, think, yeah. I remember they was talking about this story. About Paul Pierce in the wheelchair and all that stuff, and he came out and said it. And some, but, yeah. but I think one of his players said that they smelled him uh, fart on a court, and they was like, "Yo, you need to go take a shit, man. Like, you need to get that out. You need to get that out, man. Because, man, I could only imagine what it's like on the court. <laughs> and it's like sweating. it's it's hot. It's blazing. Like it's the lights are all on you, and that's like, not an accident sweat. you can have on national TV, man. I'm like, and you is not like that. They call it twenty, but like I'm injured. Are you really yeah, injured? Yeah. No, I just got to go in the back, man. I, you know, I gotta drop that deuce real quick. <laughs> Crazy, you know what I mean? So I, I don't know, man. I had another final thought. Okay. All right. Yeah, we going on three hours. I'm trying to wrap this shit up. Yeah, another final. Right. Thought. I believe. 
like at the end of the documentary, they talked about Jordan in the seventh rings and how like <laughs> even today it bothers him. I'm like, dude, how how far removed are you from the league and you still are pissed that you didn't get that one year? I truly do believe that Jordan, had he not retired the first time and had a seventh opportunity in that 98-99 season, he would have had nine rings. Hold on. I can't say that, man, because he would have had nine rings. <laughs> Houston was a different beast. I can't say that. The Sonics nope. beat Houston. Nope. Oh, no, nope. man. The Sonics beat Houston. One time. One Y'all time. watch the Boondocks? Yes. yes. Classic. Gangsta Licious saying God got involved. <laughs> God got involved, man. I'm just saying that's just that's just me being a Jordan fan. I do believe that they would have had nine. I mean, they would have had seven that next year. I guarantee you, they would have got Tim Duncan and him the fuck out of there. The beauty of it is, the beauty of it is, in my in my opinion, is that Mike wasn't afraid to lose. Like for all this yes. six ring in the finals, never lost. That wasn't because he was scared that he just cared about winning that much, but he was, he, he didn't care about losing. Oh, yes, and he that's did. what I think. Oh, yes, he did. Him. Yes, he did. No, 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 Because no, no, remember no, no, no. when 90 and 94, 95, he lost to Orlando. That man was pissed. No, 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 Not that it doesn't affect him. What I mean is, follow me here. In some ways, I feel like LeBron is afraid to lose, Right. Because it, it, the, it, it, the pressure, the, the pressure of it and just the overall feeling and emotion and everything that goes into it. He processes losing a lot differently than Mike. Mike doesn't go into situations that there's a possibility he's going to lose. Right. Even when he was playing quarters with the security guard, he really thought that that was a good opportunity to take this man's money when you're clearly giving this man four chances. And it's just a game of chance. That's how gambling, like gambling even works that way for him. Like he thinks he's going to win every time. So I only say that to say he was going to feel that way regardless. Mm-hmm. He would feel like he, he was going no different than the whole situation. How can I worry about a shot that I, that I haven't taken yet? Worry about missing a shot I haven't taken yet. That's real shit. I live life like that. Like I don't worry about shit that I can't control and I don't worry about shit that ain't here yet. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that's just that's one thing about him is like he wasn't afraid to lose it. And so I don't know what it would have been, but I think it would have been too tough on his body, man. Yeah. Bro, we'll never know. Nah, that's the beauty of it. He, he got it. He got the six rings, the, the, the perfect thing. They reel it off every time. He got six rings, never lost, never went to a game seven in the finals. Like, okay. that's, hard, that's hard to duplicate, though. That's hard to duplicate. You win okay. six championships, no game sevens. And truth be told, some of series could have just won five games. Yeah. Had a shot going. I don't want to sound like no old ass man, but you feel that way if Lynn Bias would have lived? I don't know, man, because they was right there. They was neck and neck. No, I'm saying, like, it's it's things that happen, man. God got involved, man. Yeah, this thing was a bad boy. Things happen, man. Mm. You know? And he was in the East with Boston. Yeah. So you never know yeah. how that would have played out. Yeah. So who do you well, think? So who do you think is the the next to come after LeBron? because uh, if we're talking about eras, you know, you had the '80s. That was Magic and Larry. I'm saying Magic. I, you know, and well, in the '80s, it was a combination of people. It was Magic, Larry, Dr. J. You know I'm saying, and then the '90s come is Jordan. 2000s it, it, it come is Kobe. Also had other teams too. That was like nice. Right, but. Th- 
what I'm saying. Like, the the most, is, yeah, the dominant, the yeah. dominant players. You know, the and then now it's LeBron. Who's next? <sighs> I, I can, can tell you who's next, but it's weird. Go ahead, because I could very well be. It could very well be Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has the opportunity to overtake LeBron in a way that a lot of the media doesn't show you, but he's already got the rings, right, to start it up. How many rings he got? Two. Yeah, he got two, right? So let's just say he goes to Brooklyn. Now, he's younger than LeBron, right? So if he goes to Brooklyn and he pulls off two more, that's four. Okay. LeBron does it. What are we? We're having a totally different type of conversation. No, all he that's he, he just needs to switch. he just needs to win one in Brooklyn. And, yeah, that's the New York market one. One. Well, that, that'll that'll definitely help. I, I give y'all that the New York market will definitely help. But I think the thing that that will make it go over, like make him overtake it, because he doesn't have the branding that LeBron has. Right. So you got to get a couple more in. That's because he, but that's because he's not media friendly. He's more like the Michael. Yeah. He's more like the Jordan. But then I'm not yeah, saying in terms of skill and behavior. I'm just saying in terms of behavior. Who we talking about? Kevin yeah. Durant. But that move to Golden State hurt him too, in a way. Yeah. That, but that but you can redeem it. But Bron showed you you can come out of that. Bron went to the Heat. Next thing you know, he came back to Cleveland, pulled one. You go to New York and win one, boy. So. Said, but it's not with it's not with the Knicks though, so it's gonna go over. But, it's not but that's like even more of the Knicks. reason because like it's well, we all know why he didn't go to the Knicks, right? Well, yeah, Knicks is a dumpster fire. But yeah, if, he, if he were to win one in Brooklyn, and if he's he was a Nike one in in New York, and just in general, yeah. yeah. And then to top it off, he's got a better finals record than Brown if he does win another one. Exactly, he, he's right there to do it. He just has to do it. And honestly, I think that that. Him is probably like that's what LeBron thinks about. Has to be. That's what he thinks about Kevin Durant. I think he thinks of Kevin Durant. I also think he thinks of Kawhi. Yeah. Well, I don't think he thinks of Kawhi like that. I I think think he he does. I think he does because there's okay, so there's the infamous clip of when he's at the free throw line and he sees Kawhi get called back in and he's like, shit. Like he kind of looked back and seen him and was kind of like, shit. Like, I think he sees Kawhi is the threat coming up. That's the threat. I mean, and the I fact. Can, I, I can res- and, and, don't, and let LeBron, the, don't let Kawhi cut off his hair. And the fact, and the fact that Kawhi <laughs> oh is God. so, Kawhi is so against majority of the stuff that LeBron kind of goes for. Like, I think that by him basically like, yo, I'm, I'm coming to L.A., but I'm not coming in play with you. I like, would I would agree with I'm you. I'm going for this with season. you. I'm going with you. I'm playing to beat you, which is which is the That's same mentality as Jordan. As that they Jordan mentality. Yeah. I'm not taking that. That that's cool. Don't get me wrong. That's cool. And for this season, I definitely agree with you. Like I think LeBron was focused mainly on Kawhi, but that's because Kevin Durant is gone. But the NBA is in a really funny state right now, right? Let's say the Warriors retool, right? Which they will. One championship puts Steph Curry and Klay Thompson at four rings. Mm-hmm. Let's say Brooklyn and Kyrie can get it together. That puts Kyrie at two rings. That puts KD at three rings. Like LeBron only has three rings. It's not. It's not unfathomable that somebody within the generation that's still playing with him can't overtake the rings part of it. Right. You know what I mean? And I think Kawhi Leonard, until he wins a real one, in my opinion, <laughs> I'm not going to put him there. 
I'm just not putting wow, them there. You man. put the asterisk on on. Kobe. Oh, you got the big asterisk. Katie went though. down. Come on, Katie went but down. Team, bro, I don't think they would have won if Clay was alive. Yeah, Clay. Clay, Clay was about to cook some hoes. When Clay went down, it boy, oh boy, Clay was about to cook them dolo. Clay was cooking. Clay went up there. If Clay didn't try to dump and go inside. We would have been, we would have saw a different. We would have saw a different. Speaking of that team, is that a knock on Steph? No, no, because Steph is in a different category, man. Steph's going for the greatest shooter of all time. I mean, he's got. And that. He's got I'm just talking it, about well, like those finals are known for other players, and yes, he he's supposed to be the man. But if you look, but if Steph you, was never the man, though. But if you look at his numbers, exactly. though, <clears throat> if you look at Steph's numbers, though, Steph had. <clears throat> He had yep. numbers even before yep. even before Steph was Steph. I'm you saying, know, Steph wasn't in the finals. In the finals, that Andre Iguodala got the MVP. I believe Steph averaged twenty six points per game. Yep. In the ones where Kevin Durant got the MVP, Steph averaged twenty nine points per game. Yep. Like statistically, he's right there to not be called a scrub. So the, what can happen is it almost could be a Kobe effect, right? He could have won three rings where people don't attribute it directly to him. But if he could come around and win two more where he's the catalyst and he's the finals MVP, oh, we having a different discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. So it's a couple of people that are already playing. But if I had to go with like a really young boy or something like that, man, it could be Jason Tatum. You know, it could be Luca. Honestly, I don't, I'm not the biggest Luca fan. Is it a new Dirk? No, nah, yeah, it he could be better than Dirk. No, nah, no, I'm talking about just like <laughs> longevity. Yeah, Luca has the same squad. A, I don't think he'll catch Dirk in scoring, but I think he'll be an all around type player. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm going to be a homer, but if my man Joel could get his. Uh, no, it's over. Get his Yo, I argue, with a, I argue with a random person on Twitter when I saw that Joel and B was ranked higher than Russell Westbrook in that ESPN first take. Uh, Top fifteen players ranking. He was. I ain't I that. Yeah, I, don't man. I don't agree with it, and that's my man. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't know, man. But okay. Great conversation, y'all. Is, is that everything? I think we didn't hear everything. Is it? Is it, is it everything? Yeah, bro. It's real. My phone's about to die to charge it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up here zooming from the phone, like, oh shit, ten percent. Thanks. Yeah, but nah, this was dope, fellas. Okay, so last question. If they were to do a doc like this. Kobe. I'm talking about just team. What team would you want to see? The Lakers. Which Kobe. Lakers though? Okay, so you gotta do Kobe. No, they this is this is this is what they did. I talked about it on Instagram. Cause there there is a and there's a bleach <laughs> report like little photo and it mm-hmm. says which of these four do you wanna see? Mm-hmm. A doc. It's ninety it's the Shaq Kobe Lakers. Mm-hmm. It's the Heatles. It's the 2015 to 18 Warriors. And then it's and the, the Spurs. Spurs. Okay. Honestly, I don't think nobody wants to see the Spurs. You know what? I honestly do. This is what I said. If you include the Kawhi story, that will be compelling because no one ever went against the Spurs way and was like, and nah, succeeded. I'm out. I'm out. I mean, that's that New England fact. You know, mm-hmm. so in, in, my, know. In, in my order, I will go. Obviously, I'll go with the Lakers. Then I'll go with the Heat because I would love to see how LeBron took on that role 
this first year of being the villain and then kind of yes. like that after the meltdown, the conversation that him and Wade had when mm-hmm. Wade was like, yo, you are the great, like you are the greatest player in the game right now. This your team. Yeah. This your team. And yeah. kind of see that workout from like that moment till then, you know. Yeah. But you see, you know, for LeBron and Jordan are hand like this, they're hand in hand forever. <laughs> forever. They are hand in hand forever. If you do a documentary that has anything to do with LeBron James, Jordan's gonna be in there somewhere. And they're probably gonna kill LeBron. In the process, in his own documentary. They're going to, like, they're going to show LeBron looking at an iPad like Jordan. I won't think that, I won't think that he would, they will butcher him because you got to remember, if LeBron does a documentary, LeBron is under, under, is under his umbrella. He's producing it. Thank you. <laughs> so ain't <laughs> nobody going to be say. saying. <laughs> I was always going to say, bro. Content is king, and LeBron James has been controlling his content for a long time, bro. You that joke's gonna be going back to highlights from St. V all the way up, man, bro. That back Bron to, Doc uh, gonna be, grammar school with it. That Bron get that Bron Doc's gonna be stupid. You know what I mean? And you can have all kinds of storylines. You can put the Delonte West storyline in there. Not that he would do it, but I'm just saying it's a whole bunch of stuff you could put in his doc. But um, I think it's only right to see Kobe, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's only right. I think it's only right to see Kobe, man. I, between doing work by Spike Lee Which and used by Kobe. Hmm, Both of those are dope. Yeah, I, I just feel like there's content there. And I think he needs his flowers, man. You know what I'm saying? I think he needs it. I don't want him to be like overshadowed by Braun without getting his, his just due. And and I think this and I think this documentary set precedent for like the future documentaries because especially dealing with like NBA teams and championships and dynasties because the way in which they went back and forth into time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like this was all supposed to be surrounded by the Last Dance nineteen ninety eight team of the Bulls, but we saw every championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm saying it's going to curse history, right? It's going to be yeah. like it has to be the same kind of way with Kobe. I want to see Kobe come into the league with the fro. I want to see Kobe over in Italy. I want to see Kobe with Adidas. I want to see Kobe jumping over cars. Can we not see those Adidas though? No, the, those Adidas was horrible. You, but you got to see them. It's a part of history. You know yeah, that's the story. I want to see Kobe rapping. Yeah, you got to see it all, man. You do. I think he's the one that has it, man. I think he's got the... I want to see I think Kobe going to the prom with... Brandy. Who was it? Brandy. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to remember, like, the same people that did Muse followed him his last two years and documented everything. So... Yeah. It should be good, man. Yeah, sure. I think LeBron's is going to be a movie. Yeah, it's a 10 It's going to be a biopic or a something. A 10 ain't going to be enough. For who? LeBron. For LeBron. It's going to be like a biopic. Man, Brian about to... After Brian saw this, man, Brian about to jock in a way that's going to be ugly. He might come out with a TV series <laughs> with seasons. I believe that. A I Netflix, believe that. Netflix For real, film, man, man, the way he controls his media, it might be that way, man. You just you just never know. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, though, man, I can't wait to watch this documentary again, man. I'm going to watch The Last Dance again. I do have just like a regular question. I was talking about this with my aunt. How do y'all feel about it compared to uh, OJ Made in America? I know it's two different types of docs. I think this was better. You think this one was better? I think this one was better. Yeah, that's how she felt. I said I felt like the OJ. I I, I felt like the OJ one 
was a little more informative mm-hmm. insofar as like what happened that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's probably because I was young when that whole thing happened. So I saw it for what it was, but I didn't see it through adult eyes. Mm-hmm. But looking at Mike, man, we looked at everything Mike did. Like, you know what I mean? Like there was things in this documentary that we know about Mike that they ain't even put in the doc. You know, Mike could have had a damn 20 part doc and we would have still kept watching. Mm-hmm. They barely touched on Gatorade. They didn't touch on ballpark Franks. They didn't talk about the McDonald's stuff. Well, they kind of like touched on it. They kind of touched on it a little bit. McDonald's. They didn't, but I'm saying they didn't go into like, they didn't they go into like the like numbers that. and how he no, they they Man. They had a whole thing for his shoes. They could have went deeper though. Like deep. yeah. They could have. They definitely could have. They ain't show us all the shoes. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, because they're matter of fact, they were showing, I think it's on, on NBA's Instagram. They mm-hmm. showed the 13s and they showed mm-hmm. like two pair of low top 13s that he played in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to go check that out. <laughs> and you know what? And you know what's crazy, man? I could watch a documentary on just the financial impact Michael Jordan had on sports and the endorsements. Just like the numbers would be insane to see. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Just from a percentage standpoint. Yeah, like the, the millions ain't going quick. But just like what we talked about when they expected him to do three million and he did 120 million. Like, yo, that's exponential. Like, what is that? 400 <laughs> percent? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, what did he do for McDonald's? I wonder if he used to go from like over a million served to 99 billion served. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was on the city of Chicago itself. Yeah, Gatorade is the Florida Gators. How you let a Tar Heel come in here and promote your drink like that? We don't even associate that with the Florida Gators. It's crazy. That's real. And Haynes. Yeah, Haynes, bro. Yo, he had every endorsement. And Wheaties, like, come on. Wheaties, they didn't talk about Wheaties. Michael Jordan Cologne. Nothing. I remember. That cologne was trash. We had the Jordan Cologne, though. That cologne was kind of trash. It was horrible. And that was the Christmas filler gift. And I got you this Michael Jordan Cologne. Oh, shit. Jordan Cologne. (laughs) They didn't even touch on the Jordan sneaker commercials. How that changed everything. Right, man. They just, it's it's a, it's a whole thing. The best best commercial I remember seeing of Jordan was when it was a slow motion commercial with him and the, and, and Jordan was playing with the, against the Lakers. It was the Jordan 12 commercial. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And you heard the operatic music in the Mm -hmm. back. I was mm-hmm. like, this shit. I remember I watched that. I think I recorded it. And I was watching that like back to back to back to back. Like I, I just sat there and watched it for like two hours. We are watched. You said recorded it. I recorded tape. it. I, rec- I video recorded tape. it. That's when you had to put the little tape in front of the recording thing so you could record over it. Yep, I had to do man. Yeah, man. Yo, man, Jordan man. had the best commercials. And he boosted TV stock. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Tuning in those games is must see TV. I wasn't playing, man. Yeah. Like every time there was a, a game, I don't care if it was against the Vancouver Grizzlies. What Jordan- did he do for WGN? We all watched WGN because he played up there. Like when he retired, we stopped watching. Yeah. So what are they numbers? What are they numbers looking like? Like, man, it'd be it'd just be crazy, man. Like, even when even table. when Jordan came back with the Wizards, stock went yeah. up. Let's not let's not. We didn't get no Wizards not. talk. No. All that. Mm. We ain't get no we ain't get no Bobcats to Hornets talk. Mm-mm. I don't want to count them. I don't think you know what, and I think Jordan deliberately was like, "Do not bring up the Wizards." No, 
I think that's one of the biggest achievements in the world to go from a basketball player to a billionaire. Like, that's what I mean. Like, the real inspirational black story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, show that. Did you know that the reason why he even came back to play for the Wizards was because he wanted to own them? Right. And then they they jerked him. They didn't even let him buy his stock back in. And that's why Bob Johnson let him get in on the Bobcats. Yeah. Yep. He originally wanted to go back to Chicago, though, but Chicago wasn't having it. Nah, it was over. Exactly. Ryan Storff yep. and all was not having it. You want to what? Yep. You want to you want to buy the book? No. And buying yep. the Bulls in the early two thousands. Yeah. Crazy. I'm still that's okay though. Brother, man. Jordan statue is still there. Still uh, never move. No, no, they moved it inside now. Oh, it's inside. DJ did an interview in front of that joint. That's that's even better. I need to go see that. That's on my bucket list. That's what the statue. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's I'm trying to see that bean, that silver bean in Chicago. I'm trying to see that too. I need it. Yeah. You know what? The statue I can't wait for them to make is Kobe's. Oh, um, I've been out there. there. I've been to Staples Center. Those, those statues out there are crazy. Man, Kobe's statue. They got so many statues. It's crazy. It's that statue is nuts. Yeah, it is. yeah. With him hanging with on the rim. Yeah, it's crazy. Ain't as big as hell. Yeah, Kobe's though. Kobe's gonna get two statues though. Y'all know that, right? He gonna get Froby and uh, twenty four. Yeah, he gonna get two. I ain't even gonna be mad at it. And I'm there. Yes, we shit, know I might Charles. be there too. <laughs> <laughs> we know Charles. Charles is legendary. Front and center. Front. And center. Yeah. And Charles, when he go to things, he don't like to be in the front. Charles will be front and center. Yep. <laughs> Got to. Uh, what a great episode, man. Yeah, this was great, y'all. Yeah. Thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking like I had the opportunity to go see Jordan that last season when they were playing mm. the Raptors. My brother never took me, man. Mm. That hurt my soul. We went. Yeah. I was in high school and I was with a mentoring program and we went to the Raptors in 98. <sighs> we saw Jordan. That's dope. That's oh, dope. Oh, man. That was, was so hurt. Yo, we was nosebleeds. Like, te- like when I tell you <laughs> No seat was empty. None. Hey, you were in there though. No seat. We're at the very top. This, I think this is before the Rogers Center was even built. Yeah, this is way back. Way yeah, back. Yeah. This was like when they were playing in like, I think like some other center. Yeah, it wasn't even, I don't even think it was downtown. Man. Yeah, man. But like it was so packed because that was when they used to block off certain sections. Like in Atlanta, Atlanta blocked off mm-hmm. certain sections of this of their football stadium, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But in that stadium, there was so many people that was there. They had to open it up to the full stadium. That's what it was like mm-hmm. in Toronto. Man. That's gangster. And every time he touched, he didn't even have to touch. Every time he got up out of his seat, crazy. Ah! And this is when he was playing against Vince Carter. Yeah, that's Rockstar Mike, man. Still mad about that shit, man. Crazy, man. Crazy. That's all good. Man, I could be here talking about this forever, y'all. Yeah, let's, let's get it out of here. I'm going home. Yeah. All right, fellas. This has been Views from the <laughs> Two. Yo, with man. With your boy, Sean Pesos. And it's your man, Chi. I ain't about to go through the whole spiel of following us and doing all that. Uh, if y'all made it this far, man, y'all really fuck with us. <laughs> well, I'm letting well, I'm letting people know right now it's a two-parter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs>
So I like to yeah. thank, like to thank my brothers for coming through one time. Word. Thank you for having us, man. Do y'all want? Thank you for having us for sure, guys. This was dope. Do y'all want to plug y'all? Plug time. Plug time. Okay. Well, you know your favorite <laughs> campus local. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I could be reached at that name. And uh, my platform for my podcast is for the love of. It's at F-L-T-F-T-L-O underscore. I'm sorry. I'm saying. And uh, yeah, you can reach me there. You know what I'm saying? I'm here to talk about all the shit. I'm, I'm with all the smoke. All of it. Everything. Come holla at me. Hey. Yo. Hey, it's your boy Russ Digi, one half of the Gridiron Guys. You can follow us at the Gridiron Guys Podcast on sure. IG. I'm Night Out 23. You know how it is. Yes, sir. Just chilling. <laughs> All right. We getting out of here, y'all. No. All right, brothers. Deuces. Peace.